Hello and a very warm welcome to episode 25 of Career We Go, the niche football trivia podcast. I'm your host Joe and I'm joined first by our very own Super Classico consultant. Welcome to the show, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Hi, Jay. How you doing? Yeah, good, man. Have you recovered from your uh, your, your little moment last, last episode? Yeah, just, just about what well, I had until you brought up again, so nice one. Yeah, yeah. Happy, happy yeah. to help. Um, and Bobby is joined by the brains behind Hammett Alton Topical, Nabi the Category, and Steve Milestone, amongst other rounds. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Theo. Cheers, Joe. How you doing? Good, good puns, then. Good puns. Not bad, mate. More, more to come, I'm sure, across our future episodes. First, before we start the pod, I want to recommend you get yourself over to careerwego.com to play our title game, Career We Go. Here, a player's CV will be revealed to you club by club. And the challenge is to see how quickly you can accurately name the player. So uh, we encourage you to share your results on Twitter. Uh, Theo, you might tell us how people can get in touch on the socials um, and by email as well. Yeah, sure. So if you want to get in touch on Twitter and Instagram, it's career we go pod. Um, and if you want to drop us an email, it's uh, career we go pod at gmail.com. A few people have been in touch uh, on the socials complaining that the, the game is a little bit too difficult what are your what are your guys thoughts thoughts on that um i think i can see the validity in it um so normally we tell people to definitely be we encourage people to get in touch in the socials and by email and most of the feedback we get is pretty positive um but we've definitely pissed off at least a couple of people um on twitter who were sending us some light abuse saying that it was very difficult i know one day the career we go player was albert salades um and that seemed that was to, deep that was very deep <laughs> that seemed to boil a few people's piss you know i stand by that i take responsibility for that i i uploaded him i mean he played for real madrid barcelona and the spanish national team i thought he was fine there was the um who was the other guy he, he's was, not it, exactly... was, it, was it sergi sergio lopez was it oh, no who was it i i've already forgotten Sergio Lopez. Well, first of all, like Albert Salades, I do admit it's not exactly a household name, but sometimes it is quite difficult. Um, who are you thinking of, Bobby? There? Oh no, no, it was um, know, Claudia, Claudia. no, it was Gerard or Herard. Um, that was Gerard it. Lopez. So he's a handful of people did get it correct. To be fair, uh, formerly of Barcelona and Valencia. Uh, today's one, obviously, we're putting this pod out a little bit later. Uh, Javier Portillo, I think only a handful, yeah. handful of people got that as well. But yeah. we've, we've been surprised. What about Lloyd Doyley? A load of people were all over that. Yeah, I was a little bit. I was I was a little bit surprised. Um, I thought because to me in the Fagihi household, Lloyd Doyley is is a bit of an icon. So I thought I thought yeah, <laughs> cool. And then but when it came to it, I was like, actually, does anyone does anyone know <laughs> does anyone know who he is? And to yeah, be, they did. To be fair, he, he, did. he actually he actually. The, the way that the response to Lloyd Doyley actually prompted us to go to go decimal. So now, because a few people got it in zero seconds, so yeah, now we've yeah. you know we've added we've added decimals. So um, yeah, but uh, I was I was really pleased with the Doyley reaction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was just going to say, I think he, he did have what three hundred ninety-five games for for Watford. So I think mm-hmm. once you see that, there's mm-hmm. very few people who who've done that many games. Uh, I, th- so I, I think, think it, once you see that. that you either not you either know it's Doyle or you don't. So exactly. I think there's there's no one thinking, oh all right, it's three hundred and ninety-five games of Watford, right. But um yeah, no, it was good. It was a good one. Yeah. And uh and uh cracking cracking professional he was. Absolutely, absolutely to be fair. I I think I preferred him at Colchester, um, rather than Watford. More of a boring word man myself, but very nice, nice. Um yeah, so please do stay across careerwego.com. We'll be continuing to play the game. 
finally before we start the pod uh please do give us a five-star rating wherever you listen i know i'm always banging on about this but it really does make a difference um, and we do notice it as well so if you take the time to give us a written recommendation that's all the better uh, but the main thing is to get those five stars in across apple spotify or wherever else it is that you listen okay lads we're ready to get cracking with the pod yep yep let's do it Okay, lads, round number one is going to be Career We Go. Um, and just, I'll just let you know now ahead of the rest of the episode, the remaining rounds will be Making a Return, Bookable Offence. Uh, we will then go on in round three to Odd One Out. And the final round will be Spin the Wheelin'. So you've got all of that to uh, to look forward to. Spin the Wheelin'. Nice. Yeah, you can have Noel Wheelin' there or um, <laughs> who else? Glenn Wheelin'. Perhaps, perhaps stay away from Dave Whelan. All of that is yeah. to come. <laughs> but we'll get started with round number one. Career we go. Okay, player number one of career we go. I'm going to start from the beginning of his career and I will list out his clubs line by line up until his retirement. He started his career in 1999 and he retired in 2018. Here we go. Botafogo. Atletico Mineiro. Lone spell at Botafogo. Sao Paulo, Real Madrid, Roma. Rubinia. No. Roma, loan spell at Sao Paulo, loan spell at Villarreal. Cicinho? Cicinho? Cicinho is correct. Yeah. Bobby Figui, he's in there. Just to run through his career, he then played for Sport Recife, Sivaspor in Turkey, and then he ended up at Brazilianense, um, where he, pretty impressive contribution there of zero appearances, zero goals. Um, no so doubt. yes, Cicinho is correct. How did you get that B? It took a little while. I actually remember him quite well. I think it was during one uh, we've mentioned before during the height of uh, La Liga being on on Sky, and I think I remember watching him. It might, might have been his debut or his first few games for Real, and just looked like unreal. And I thought this is the the you know the equivalent in the right back to Roberto Carlos. I was like it's quality, and I do re- I very vividly remember him playing for Roma as well. So I think just those two clubs knew he was Brazilian. Real Madrid, yeah. Roma had to be Cecinia. Yeah, so Real Madrid, 2006 to 2007, 26 appearances only. So, yeah, it did look like he was kind of going to be a mainstay there, but that was definitely cut short quite quickly. Mm. He then played for Roma from 2007 to 2012, but within that he had two loan spells at Sao Paulo and Villarreal. How many caps for Brazil, do you reckon? Zero. Eight. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen caps. One goal. They always get caps, don't they? For Brazil. Uh, okay, we'll move on to player number two of Career We Go. Okay, for player number two, I'm going to do the same. I'm going to go from the start of his career up until his retirement. He started his career in 1994 and he retired in 2014. Como, Bari, Juventus, Barcelona, AC Milan. Very, very Zambrata. sharp. Correct. Gianluca Zambrotta is correct. Como, Bari, Juventus, Barcelona, AC Milan, and then he finished his career with uh, Chiasso. So, yeah, well played, Bobby. You got in there first. He had a little spell in Wales then for Bari. Nice one. Way nice. Uh, Very good. 98 appearances for Italy, two goals. Obviously, won the World Cup as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Did, did, he, move to, did he move to Barca when Juve got relegated? Was that the same time or was it... Um... Mm. Possibly. I'm so sure he... that there was a maybe it was a little, maybe he moved to Barca a bit later in his career, but um, I know there was definitely a few few Juve players leaving around then. Was it around 04, 05 sort of? Yeah, let me try scandal. Um, I had a little look there, and you're right, Bobby. Yeah, following their relegation, um, right. to Serie B, he said he wasn't sticking around, which is fair enough, and he um he got himself over to Barcelona. 
So that is 2-0 to Bobby. Uh, we're now going into our third player of Career We Go. Going to do this one in the what we're calling the new way. So I'm going to give you the name of the player and the amount mm-hmm. of clubs that he has played for and or managed. Okay? okay. And you guys will have to go head to head to see who can name the most. Whoever okay. you will get a point for each correct answer. All clear? Yep. So this player has played for seven clubs and he has managed eight teams. Okay. Um, and the player is quite well known. Uh, he's called Diego Maradona. Right. Okay, Bobby, you're in the lead. Uh, do you wish to go first or second? I will go first. Okay, Diego Maradona. Let's hear it. Um, I will go Napoli. Correct. Argentina. <laughs> Argentina. <laughs> going for one of the mainstream. Yeah, Argentina is correct. <laughs> Boca Juniors. Boca Juniors is correct. Barca. Barcelona is correct. Played for Barcelona from 1982 to 84. 36 league appearances, 22 goals. Sevilla. Very nice. Uh, Sevilla, 92 to 93. 26 appearances, 5 goals. Sevilla is correct. News old boys. (laughs) Newell's old boys is correct. He played there for 93 to 94, five appearances. That's all I've got. That was my last one. Um, right. So I will be guessing. I think he played in the Middle East or managed in the Middle East. So I'm going to I'm gonna go for a guess out there. Um, uh, Al-Hilal. Al-Hilal, a bloody good side, um, but no, that is incorrect. So, Bobby, that's you out. Theo, it's over to you. You can potentially get a point here if you can, you can name one more team. Okay. Rosario? Rosario Central? No, no, that's, no, that's not correct. So, I'm pretty sure Newell's old boys play in Rosario, don't they? Um, oh, Maybe. Let me have a little look here. Yes. So Newell's... It's Messi's from... team, isn't it, Newell's? Yes. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's what I knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I still think Rosario is a team, though. Rosario Central. I mean, Rosario Central, it sounds like a train station, but it also sounds like a football <laughs> team. Um, <laughs> yeah. And yes, indeed, they are They are the other team from, from Rosario. So fair play. Um, but you are both out of road. So let me just run through the career here. He actually started his professional club career with Argentinos Juniors. So he played ah. for them from 1976 to 81. Get this, 166 appearances, 116 goals. Um, it <laughs> obviously just <laughs> it just shows it shows it shows how much football has moved on. That you know, if you're a player who's that good now, there's no way he's been allowed to stay there for after, four or five years. Yeah, like, after if, one season, if, if he's played if he's played four or five res- like four or five games, he's gone. Well, who's the guy that didn't didn't Real Madrid just buy like a 16 year old from Brazil for like 70 million yeah. or something? Yeah, so, so I think. If you have like a good game, yeah, that was it. If you have a good game, let alone a season, you're gone. You've gone to Europe, but um, yeah. I mean, I think he's only got like four professional appearances or something, Hendrik. So he hasn't even done that, but he's already, yeah, like you say, already in Europe. Um, so I'll just run through it here. So it was Argentinos Juniors, Boca Juniors, 
Barcelona, Napoli, Sevilla, Newell's Old Boys and Boca Juniors is where he finished up. He obviously played for Argentina national team. And in his managerial career, he started with Deportivo Mandeu, Racing, Argentina, Alvasal or Alvasal was the was the team you were thinking of the Middle East. They're actually in a UAE team. He okay. was then he was then assistant manager for four years at Deportivo Riestra. Um, I'm not sure how present not sure how present he was for that as assistant. Um, Fulgera really should have looked up these pronunciations beforehand. He then had a little stint at Dorados in in Mexico, who I'm pretty sure that Pep Guardiola also had a little stint with as a right, player. Okay. And then he finished up that his managerial career at Gimnasia de la Plata. So cool. Diego Maradona. Okay, so at the end of that, uh, Bobby, you took three points. Theo, you also took three, which brings our scores to 5-3 going into round number two. Big games, Champions League will be fantastic for the players, uh, not just for now, but in the yeah, future as well. Of course. We've been training with me. Dodge, tres, cuatro uh, times. It will be good for our players to play against. He's Argentine and I'm English. Dodge, tres, cuatro uh, times. <laughs> big difference, big, big difference. Okay, question number two ahead of round number two. So round number two is bookable offence. Uh, but the preliminary, <laughs> the preliminary question is, can you name the footballer from his Twitter bio? And here it is. Football coach, pundit and sometimes player. Painter, DJ, and occasional baker. Can you name the footballer? So I'll give you that once more. Football coach, pundit, and sometimes player. Painter, DJ, and occasional baker. Dion Dublin. No, not Dion Dublin. Um, Do you want to take a punt, Bobby? Any footballers on like Celebrity Bake Off or something? Um... That's what I was thinking. I was thinking... Dion Dublin's been like master. Oh, David James, David like James, David James, David James. David James is correct. Yes. Yes. Yeah. How, how do you know about his painting? Um, was it um, was it uh, was it uh, Rio Ferdinand's pranks or something? <laughs> was it Rio Ferdinand's prank or some sort of prank show he was on where he got he got um? What, you've been marked. Yeah, yeah. You've given. I think that was it. And um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was one of those where he where they got him in a room and showed him like really crap paintings. And he was like earnestly talking about um, yeah. the, you know, the creative direction the artist took and stuff. And it was quite funny. Yeah, it was, it was a complete stitch up. So I actually watched it um, just the other day <laughs> and Rio Ferdinand, like, just, I, I mean, I don't know where to begin with that guy, but yes, Merkt wow. was his, Merkt was his response to Punked and they just completely set him up. It was pretty good to be fair. Like he did completely fall for it. And it, yeah, was, just, yeah, yeah. it was it was children's paintings. It was pretty low hanging yeah. fruit because he's there trying to be nice to who he thinks is a legitimate artist. So it was kind of below the belt, but also he did get. Yeah, because the thing is, no, no, excuse me, sorry, he got completely murked. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Because the thing is, no actual, you know, adult is going to be like, oh, I think this is really crap, mate. It's going to be, even if you thought it was crap, you're going to say, you're going to try and be nice. But um. Listen, when you get murked, you get murked. You know? well, that's, that's <laughs> that is that's true. the deadest phrase. <laughs> You've been murked. Yeah, nice. he is. He is. So, yeah, so nice little, nice little throwback there. Um, there was a point up for grabs for that, which you have capitalized, Bobby. So that is six three. We're now going into bookable offense. Bookable offense is where I will read out the chapter titles from a famous or not so famous footballer's autobiography. Whoever jumps in first with the correct answer takes the point. No penalties for any wrong answers. 
all clear. I love, I, I, I love this round. <laughs> this, is so, right. this is cool. so good. So no, no writing down. Just no writing down. This is all about just shout out whatever whatever comes into your mind. Cool. cool. Okay, I'm going to start with player or book number one. Chapter one, my rock. Beginnings, the balls rolling. Pompey chimes, cup fever, earning spurs. Terry P. Crouch. Nope. Terry picked no to Fergie. Injured party. Football's coming home. Feel good, bad factor. Fate. Klinsmanship. Global stage. World Cup heaven and hell. Glittering prize. Sharon Well played, Theo. It is indeed Darren Anderson and his autobiography, which is called Take Note which is one of the worst titles I've heard in a while. I think he's trying to play on the play on, you know, people called him sick note. So he's trying to reclaim it and doing a pretty pedestrian. Fair. How many, how many people bought Darren Anderson's autobiography, man? Well, I mean, they have a bit of respect because I'm obviously one of them. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, so I would say that um, I'll just Darren Anderson's autobiography. I actually paid well over the odds for this, but don't worry. We'll take it out of the career. We go expenses. Seven ninety nine. Yeah, I mean, it is is pretty steep, isn't it? Okay, I'm just going to quickly run through the chapters here. So I think we had uh, Football's Coming Home, Feel Good, Bad Factor, Fate, Klinsmanship, Global Stage, World Cup Heaven and Hell, Glittering Prize, Bittersweet Sugar, Club Hoddle. I'd say they're pretty good mates, I would think. He looked out for him, didn't he? England, Thank You Tottenham, Banging the Brum. Obviously, he went to uh, Birmingham. Fool's Old Gold, Cherries on the Cake. I think he went to Bournemouth, didn't he? Fairy tale finish, and then the last chapter is outlook positive. Not sure why it's not termed positive outlook, but anyway, that is all of the twenty-five chapters for Darren Anderton's take note. What did he do after playing? Because you normally either go into punditry, coaching, management, or evening speeches, or or something. But what what's Darren Anderton up to these days? Yeah, this book is really inconveniently long, so I'm not quite sure. Um, but yeah. to any listeners, if you know what Darren Anderton is up to, please do give us a shout. And if any listeners yep. want the book, just tweet me and I'll give it to you. So um, <laughs> that is player number one was Darren Anderton's Take Note. Tio, well played. That well brings played, you to yeah. four. So it is six, four in favor of Bobby. We're now moving on to our second player of Bookable Offense. Okay, player number two. And this is a Sunday Times bestseller. Just FYI. All right. Okay, chapter one, going back. Goals and groceries. The first rung. This is Anfield. European champions. An Englishman abroad. Saints alive. I'm going to skip the next chapter. Jermaine Pennant? No, I'm going to skip the next chapter. It's the player's name in it. Uh, We're in heaven. To be home again. The great escape. Watch out, Alex. Riding the monster. So near yet so far. London life, the poison chalice, blue moon, cityitis. My oh, uh, big... David Platt. No, my big mistake. Trials and tribulations, good times. Cool. Who is the footballer of this best-selling Sunday Times book? Um, I'm going to very quickly give it to you again. Going back, goals and groceries. The first rung. This is Anfield, European champions, an Englishman abroad, saints alive, we're in heaven, to be home again, the great escape, watch out Alex, riding the monster, so near yet so far, London life, the poison chalice, blue moon, cityitis, my big mistake, trials and tribulations, and finally, 
good times. Who is Roy, Roy Hodgson? No, I think there'll be a few listeners who'll definitely be shouting at the podcast just now. Poison Chalice makes me think England, but um, Ricky Lambert. Ricky, yeah, it's Ricky Lambert, mate. No, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Michael Owen. Michael Owen is incorrect. This player is from a previous era to us three, a little bit before our yeah. time. We we know him more as a manager. Okay, Roy Evans. No, um, um, we need to to edit this down anyway. Um, Bob Paisley. Bob Paisley is wrong. Um, Kevin Keegan. No. Got it in one, Kevin yeah. Keegan. Fair. Yeah. So I is think it, is it Kevin Keegan? Yeah, it is. Kevin it Keegan. is indeed Kevin Keegan. Yeah. So oh, obviously yeah. there's yeah. Anfield, an Englishman abroad. Of course, his time with Hamburg. Yeah. Um, to be fair, I left out chapter number eight, which might have given it away. Chapter number eight is titled "Not You, Keegan." Um, so that might have been a bit of a clue. Um, <laughs> yeah. watch out, watch out, Alex. Oh yeah, the I love it and all that. Yeah, yeah, Blue yeah. Moon City itis. My big mistake. I wonder yeah. what that is. Is that resigning in the post match interview or at halftime? Was it? Sure. Um, it's very when, obvious now. You've gone. Now you've gone through it. Yeah. <laughs> Should have gone that way earlier. When did he resign after that Germany game? Was it just immediately after the match? Yeah, immediately he after told the match. The players Appar- at half time. Yeah, he told the players at half time he's out of ideas, which is what you want to hear from a manager. <laughs> yeah, um. I've, I've just cl- I've just looked here at chapter nineteen. My big mistake, and it's his time at, at Newcastle so I'm sure it's the huh. the, the infamous interview no it, it might be going back to Newcastle because when we went back leaving about, Newcastle it, yeah because we went back in about sorry my big mistake Joe is that after the Poison Chalice chapter uh, my big mistake yes did indeed come after Poison Chalice so Poison Chalice I'm sure is England but my big mistake yeah. I'm having a quick read of it here I think it is I think it is his meltdown of an interview to be honest Oh, okay, fine, fine, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, it does live long in the memory, to be fair. Okay, so after the second player, Bobby, you got that. Two of you didn't exactly cover yourselves in glory, uh, which doesn't oh make God, me too confident for the next player. Uh, but hmm. the scores now are 7-4. Okay, we're now on to book number three. Same drill here again. Chapter one, who'd be a football manager? Practice, son, practice. New boy at Old Trafford. Bankruptcy and on the scrap heap. Cheese man and the frilly knickers. Backs to the wall at Barnet. Stand the main man. You won't be Barry alive. Fry? <laughs> yes, it is indeed. Barry Fry. Well played. You won't be alive to pick the team. I'm going to quickly run through it here. Uh, the next chapter I was going to leave out, but I can mention it now. Fry in, Collymore out. Brady Blues. How many caps does that woman wear here? Over to you, Trevor. Posh but pricey. A small matter of 3.1 million saved by the pizza man. Playoff mm-hmm. promotion and ponces competing with the big <laughs> <Fucking hell. laughs> yeah. Come on, Baz. Uh, competing with the big boys and in the last chapter is a small fry. So well played, Bobby. You did take the point there, bringing you to 8-4. It is, of course, Peterborough all-round um, legend, I suppose. Uh, Barry Fry. Yeah, the classic... Uh... Clip, I think we've all seen of him signing signing that player. I forget his name, is it oh, yeah. or something like that. And he's just like, oh, it's so good, man. It's just, it's just, yeah. Yeah. So you you are football, right. Football was a, was a lot more entertaining back then, I think. The player in question was Miguel de Souza, who did pretty well for for Wickham. That's he right. Was, yeah. He was scoring a modest amount of goals. Barry Fry then wanted to take a punt, so there is a really famous clip. Perhaps we'll slice it in here in the edit, where um he's negotiating with his agent, and it's just hilarious. His agent goes in first, and he's looking for the, a bit the, of the, 
does he end it with sold to the fat bastard in the blue suit <laughs> yeah yeah so um so funny, yeah his, his agent goes in first and he looks for like a grand and barry fry's just like nah nah fucking hell what are you on about and he just completely <laughs> completely owns him and at the end yes he does finish by he has like a, an auctioneer's hammer in his office so he says sold mm-hmm. to the fat bastard in the blue and then the next second, he's like really earnest. And he's like, nah, no, no, but seriously, like pleasure to sign you, man. Welcome on board. <laughs> I looked up the stats then. Miguel de Souza for Peterborough United, 35 appearances, five goals. So it wasn't terrible, to be fair. But I don't think he was worth the money that um, that Barry Fry eventually did agree to give him. So at the end of Bookable Offence, it's Bobby 8, Tio 4. Next on his wanted list, the Wickham striker, Miguel de Souza. Oi, oi, you mate. Oh, hot press. I hope your goals don't put us down. <laughs> Hello, mate. How are you? He's in for some hard bargaining. Who's talking, your man? Yeah. I think really we're looking at eight fifty, nine fifty, and ten fifty. No, no, no. You, you, you ain't gonna get that. Fucking hell. Are you sure? You ain't gonna get that. I'm desperate for you, but I can't get nowhere near that. So that's your only sticking point. Done. <clears throat> Welcome aboard, my man. Cheers. Brilliant. Thanks a million. Thank Stop you, man, young Barry. Sold to the fat bastard in the blue blazer. <laughs> <laughs> Great, mate. Thanks a lot. Okay, question number three ahead of round number three. Mexico will become the first country to host the FIFA World Cup three times when they co-host the tournament in 2026 alongside the US and Canada. But what I want to know is which other countries have hosted the tournament twice? So which other nations have hosted the tournament twice? Please have a little think and get your answers down. If you're playing at home, perhaps pause the podcast and come back to us in a, in a little sec. Okay, you've had a little time to think. Uh, Bobby, can you show me your answers, please? Yeah, I, c- I couldn't think. I could only think of Italy and Brazil. Italy and Brazil, thank you. Um, I'll tell you now that they are both correct. So that is two points. Uh, Theo? Yeah. I've gone Italy, Brazil, and, and also Germany as well. Italy, Brazil, Germany. Uh, yes, absolutely. That's three. So for one of Germany's, of course, it was previously under West Germany, but I'll definitely give you that. So that is Theo. You're taking three points there. And Bobby, you take two, which brings the scores to 10-7. Just quickly run through it here, lads. Uh, Theo, do you know when Italy hosted the World Cup? What years? I think they hosted in 34 mm-hmm. and 1990. Excellent. Bang on the money. Yeah. Brazil, do you know when they hosted it? Uh, 2000... 2010, and then I think, was it in... No, 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 2014. Yeah, 14, correct. sorry, and then yeah. was it 58, 58 or something like that? Or... Yeah, I think it might be 50, not in 50. Tio's Teo, on the money again. Yes, 2014 and 1950. And then Germany, can you tell me the years for them as well? Two... 2006. Yeah, 2006. Yeah. And I think it might be... 1974. 19... No, I think, I think 1970. Um, Bobby was correct on the last one, 1974, West Germany uh, hosted the tournament. So yeah, well played there. Not a bad effort. TOU got all three. So three points for you, uh, which narrows the gap, as I said, to 10-7. Now moving on to round number three, which is odd one out. Okay, odd one out. Uh, the first question here will be a little bit easier and it might get a little bit trickier as we go on. I will list out a sequence, uh, a number of options for you, and you've got to tell me which one is the odd one out. I'm going to start oh. with question number one, and it is a footballer, Wesley Schneider. 
what is the odd one out from? Ajax, Real Madrid, Galatasaray, Shanghai Port. Can you please both write down your answers? Okay, so you've both said Shanghai Port, which is correct. He has not played for Shanghai Port. However, he has a played club. for... Um, they are, yeah. I think they're also called Shanghai uh, SIPG. You might have seen them on Wiki or Shanghai Fair Port. Enough. But yes, I'm not trying to catch you out with any fake clubs. I know you're um, you're on alert for that, Theo. Um, but yeah, 11-8. Yeah. <laughs> um, he did play for all of the other sides. So Wesley Schneider, Ajax, Real Madrid, Inter Milan, Galatasaray, Nice. And he finished his career with Al Gaffara. 22 appearances, 15 goals. You know. Uh, that was in Qatar, so obviously a lot of competition there. 134 appearances for Netherlands, 31 goals. Wow. A uh, bit of a Dutch ledge, fair to say, I think. Theo. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so moving on to our second question of Odd One Out. I'm not going to give you as much context here. I'm just going to read out some options. You tell me the Odd yep. One Out. Little Woods, Milk, AXA, Eon. So Little Woods, Milk, AXA, Eon. Between two for me. So. All right, show me your answers. Bobby has said Eon. Theo has said Milk, which is correct. Now we're in the gap. 11-9. Theo, what's your thought process there? I My thought process was AXA, Eon and Littlewoods sponsored the FA Cup, but Milk is the League Cup. Correct. Oh, very yeah. good. Very good. Yeah. Well worked out. Uh Bobby, where was the where was the confusion uh, on your I side? I don't think I fell for I thought it was um League Cup sponsors, and I think Milk yeah. and Littlewoods yeah. have sponsored that, but um that's why I wasn't sure actor and Eon, none of them sounded. Yeah. No, well played. I um I dangled milk there. Obviously, it's the, the probably the most iconic, isn't it, of the League Cup? Yeah, or, yeah, or Coca-Cola yeah. to be fair. But yeah. um but yeah. So, so has so Littlewoods done both then? Because I thought Littlewoods has done the League Cup as well. Well, yeah, Woods, they must have done both. Yeah, they, they certainly done the FA Cup. I don't remember Little Woods as League Cup. Did they do? No, I do. I, I do. Yeah, I think they definitely did. That's what oh, was throwing yeah. me a little bit. Yeah, I think you've done very well in that case, Theo. Let me just double check it here. Fairly sure Little Woods did the League Cup. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Yes, Little Woods did the League Cup in 1986 and 87, and in 1989 to 1990. Um, I remember them then. Yeah, in the 90s, they were FA Cup sponsors as well, so they have done both. So you did well to um to navigate that, Theo. Hi, Theo. Nice. Moving on to question number three of Odd One Out. Lee Mason, Craig Pawson, Martin England, Stuart Atwell. Can you tell me the odd one out? <laughs> uh, Theo's quite confident. He's got a sheet of paper ready. As does Bobby. Show me your answers, please. You both said Martin England, uh, which is correct. The rest are are real <laughs> Premier League referees, whereas That's Martin England one. Martin England is a name I just made up. Um, of course, there was Martin. <laughs> I was hoping it would be a lino. That would have been very good. But... <laughs> um, Martin Atkinson, of course, and Darren England. Um, so I just fused those well, together uh, as as a bit can. of a dummy. But um, no flies on you guys for this particular episode. Um, so twelve ten, you both take a point each for that. Good referee, yeah, uh, Craig Pawson, yeah. Not as good as Martin England, but yeah, he's up there. <laughs> yeah, prefer England. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Moving on to question number four, Antonio Cassano, Barry. In Italy, not Wales. Bari, Roma, Venezia, Parma. Please tell me the odd one out. 
Um, okay, please show me your answers. You've both said Venezia, which is correct. He did not play for Venezia. So 13-11, he did play for all of the other clubs, however. Antonio Cassano, just to run through it here. Bari, Roma, Real Madrid, Sampdoria, Milan, Inter, Parma, Sampdoria, and Verona. Well, Verona, he didn't actually play for, but he did sign for them. 39 caps for the Azzurri, 10 goals. So 13-11, absolute ledge. Going into our last question of odd one out. Charlie Austin, Les Ferdinand, Peter Crouch, Kevin Davies. Charlie Austin, Les Ferdinand, Peter Crouch, Kevin Davies. Okay, please show me your answers. Bobby has said Kevin Davies. Tio has said Les Ferdinand. The correct answer is Kevin Davies. All the other players have played for Kevin Davies. No, they played for Kevin Davies. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Do you know what? I, I thought it was um, Southampton. Which... Uh huh. We still hasn't. have. <laughs> Has Les Ferdinand played for Southampton? No. no. But the other three have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, oh. uh, I mean. Okay. There were two acceptable answers in this instance. Yes, Kevin Davies did not play for QPR, but as Theo has rightly pointed out, uh, Charlie Austin, Peter Crouch and Kevin Davies all played for Southampton, whereas Les Ferdinand did not. Hence, he is also the odd one out. So you get a point each, which brings the scores to 14-12. Okay, we're now on to question number four ahead of round number four. So round number four will be our final round, and it is, of course... Spin the spin the wheel in. No like Len, whatever you're having. But for the preliminary question, I'm going to read out a passage from the latest issue, February 2023's issue of 442 magazine. And you have to tell me who the quote is attributed to. I'm going to give you a little okay. bit of context, a little bit of context. The quote is a summary of a player attacking his teammate and his friends. Okay, so please write down your answers for this one. Can you tell me? The player who this quote is attributed to. There were little wankers in the group who thought they were the best. Anton was the number one wanker. If there's a crazy guy who wants to take me on, I'll show him that I'm crazier than him. The first of his friends came too close to me. He ended up running away. Since I was drinking champagne, I broke my glass and attacked them. So who is this rather pleasant individual? So the guy who's giving the quote. Who who's whose quote is this? There were little okay. wankers in the group. There were little wankers in the group who thought they were the best. Anton was the number one wanker. If there's a crazy guy who wants to take me on, I'll show him that I'm crazier than him. The first of his friends came too close to me. He ended up running away. Since I was drinking champagne, I broke my glass and attacked them. Who is the footballer? And um Anyone gets this, do be vocal on the socials. Um, we will send you out Darren Anderson's sick note as um as as a reward. <laughs> Take note. Nice. Oh, did I say sick note? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Take Darren. Has, hasn't worked on me. Yeah. Honestly, if, if that was called Take Note and you don't know the link, 
that is the worst. I mean, it's still one of the worst hearts for a book ever. But yeah. if you don't even know the link, then it's it's, <laughs> it's just so it's just so pedestrian, isn't it? Like take note yeah. to say, oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sure, I will. Yeah, I'll I'll note that down. I mean, to be fair, it cost me a few quid. So well, I think I've got an answer anyway. So I've got an answer. I think. Okay, have you got an answer, please? Oh, that's a sh- that's a shout, Bobby. Uh, Theo has said Craig Bellamy, not bad, not bad. Bobby has said El Ajjuf, which is correct. Well played. Oh, I guess then, yeah. How they were together at Sunderland? That? Were they together at Sunderland? Yeah. So I, I the latest issue of four four two. There's um a piece on Roy Keane, and within that he talks about some of his his signings for Sunderland, and he signed El Ajjuf. Like that, yeah, that's just yeah. that's just not a good partnership, like ever. Um, but yes, El Ajjuf then was a pretty interesting character, and Anton, of course, refers to. Anton Ferdinand, so they didn't get on well. And uh, Juff, being the enterprising guy that he is, was drinking his champagne, smashed the glass, and then attacked um, Ferdinand and his friends. So, um, yeah, play. good lad. Yeah, fair play. Elaz Juff, um, you know, if you look on his Wikipedia page, the controversy section is just massive. <laughs> he's just an awful bloke. He, he's got re- he's got repeated previous for spitting at people. Uh, seems yeah. to be his, his go-to move. I know you mentioned before he spat at um Arian Dezu, wasn't it? Yes. CCO. And um he's got a bit of previous for, for spitting at supporters as well. So um nice bloke potentially on the show next week. We will see. <laughs> um 15 12. We're now going into our last round, spin the wheelin. Spin the wheelin is similar to our last episode, similar to our previous Wheel of Fortune games, or similar to Tio's Nabi the category. Um, there will be a number of categories here. The winning player, that's Bobby for now, can choose the two categories he wishes to take and then assign the other two to Teal. If you get a question wrong, it is thrown over to your opponent. The categories right. the categories are Class Act, Dual Nationals, Belgium Football Special, For My Wins. So For My Wins is making a return, mm. as is Dual Nationals. That wasn't used the last time around. Class Act and Belgium Football Special. So, Bobby, which two of those do you want? Um, so just out of intrigue, I want to go for Class Act because I don't know what that will entail. I'm up for that, and also for similar reasoning, I'm going to go for For My Wins. So I'll leave Theo um dual dual nationality or dual nations and Belgian the Belgian football special, whatever it was. Okay. Okay. Theo, that leaves you with dual nationals and Belgium football special. Which do you want to start with? Cool. Let's kick off with dual nationals. Dual nationals. Okay. And the scores again are Bobby 15, Theo 12. Question number one of dual nationals. Wolves winger Adama Traore has eight caps for Spain as of January 2023, but he has previously declared and been named in the full international squad of which country? Traore what is that name I'm going to go Mali Teal has gone with Mali which is correct so that takes you to 13 moving on to question number 2 Mehmet Schall played for Germany 38 times scoring 8 goals and winning Euro 96 in the process. But I want to know which other country could he have represented? Mehmet Schall. I'm a little bit torn here because as soon as you said it, my gut for some reason was just Switzerland. Um, 
But now, Mehmet, I'm thinking maybe he could be Mehmet. It sounds a bit Turkish. Uh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to trust my gut feeling and go Switzerland. You've trusted your gut and gone Switzerland, uh, which is incorrect. Uh, Bobby, can you capitalize? I think it's Turkey. Yeah. So again, with the Wheel of Fortune game, it's probably best to keep your thinking to yourself. Um, <laughs> it, is, it is indeed Turkey. Yes. I, I would have got it without his thinking, to be fair. Yeah, I think you would have got that. Anyway, so Bobby, although you're not up yet, you've nicked a point there that takes you to 16. Tio, you stay on 13. So what does that teach you? Never, never trust your gut instincts. <laughs> yeah, indeed. If that's what you want to take from this, Tio, if that's the learning here, then um, yeah. then, then so be it. Mehmet Shawl, interesting geezer. If you get over to his Wikipedia, his personal life, uh, first of all, he's a Buddhist. Um, since his, he's also, since his retirement from football, he has taken up nine-pin bowling, um, a sport which he apparently excelled in as a youth. And nine-pin nine pin bowling. I think that's standard bowling, isn't it? Is bowling nine or is it 12? Okay, yeah, I thought, was 12. I thought it was 10 pin bowling. Yeah, it's 10 pins, the standard, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah, to be fair, I, I don't know much about bowling. Um, but yeah, and he also released um a couple of successful, successful mixtapes. So they were commercially released, uh, included bands such as the Beta Band, uh, Oasis, and Jimmy Eat yeah, World. I was gonna say, this is right, he was like Jimmy Eat and stuff, yeah, um, and Jimmy Eat World. <laughs> yeah, he's in, he's into his Britpop and Jimmy Eat World. He's also um a big big into the environment. He's a Green Party supporter, a Buddhist, and a nine pin bowler and half Turkish, uh, which unfortunately Tio did not get correct. So 16, 13, we're moving on to our final oh, player of dual nationals. Tio's pretty good with that. And very, uh, very angry about that one. Understandably so, to be fair. Question number three. Current Everton reserve goalkeeper. I haven't double checked this, but I think it's correct. Current Everton reserve goalkeeper Asmir Begovic has won 63 caps for Bosnia. But which country did he play for at under 20 level? So, where we go, we're a niche football trivia quiz. So, um, yeah, hence, hence this question being asked. It's not an easy one. But um, Asmir Begovic played for Bosnia, but underage, he represented a different country. Can you tell me the name of that country, Theo? Oh, I mean, I assume, uh, I don't know, Croatia. Okay, Theo, you said Croatia. Bobby? Canada. Fucking hell, that was in my mind for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, Theo, Theo, you're having a bit of an internal turmoil at the moment. Canada is correct. Bobby, you've nipped in there again to take your second point, which brings you to 17. Fuck's sake, man. I feel like we've mentioned that before as well. Yeah, because see, the thing is, I've chatted about Asmir Begovic. Like, I've definitely chatted about Begovic quite a bit because he just, he's he's a bit of a fraud of a man. He had like his own clothing the clothing. Range. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, he had his own clothing range. He was like selling like Asmir Begovic baseball hats and all that kind of stuff. Um, good gear, actually, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, good gear, to be fair. You can get a poster from Canada. Um, so yeah, 17, 13, we're going to move across to your round. Bobby, what do you want to start with? Um, Let's go for class act. Class act. Okay, let's do it. Let's go. Which footballer turned actor has played for Strasbourg, Marseille, and Hollywood United? Um, oh. Eric Cantona. Eric Cantona is incorrect. Theo, oh, can right. you can you take advantage here? 
just give you that question again. Is it Frank LaBeouf? He doesn't need it again. Frank LaBeouf is correct. So which footballer Frank played for Marseille. Strasbourg, Marseille, and probably most famously Hollywood United? It is indeed <laughs> ex-Chelsea centre-half Frank LaBeouf. Theo, Theo, you that brings you to 14. So 17-14, anyone's game. Moving on. I would then. have gone Cantona if that was my question there. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Such is the rootless nature of, um, what's this called again? Spin the wheeling. Uh, spin the old wheeling. So on to question number two. Infamous footballer turned actor, Vinnie Jones, played for Chelsea, Wimbledon, QPR, and two more English football teams. Can you name me one? You said Wimbledon. Who have you said, sorry? So infamous footballer turned actor, Vinnie Jones, and a terrible footballer at that, played for Chelsea, Wimbledon, QPR, and two other English football teams. I need just one. Um... Leeds United. Leeds United is correct. You're back up to 18. Uh, did you have the other one? Um, no, Charlton Athletic. I don't know. No, Theo, did you have a any chance? I had Norwich written down, but honestly, I don't know. Uh, uh, no, it was Sheffield United. So, um, but Bobby didn't need that in any case. 18 14. Moving on to the third question of Class Act. The 2005 released sports drama movie Goal. Tells the story of which fictional footballer? Santiago Nunes. Okay, Santiago Nunes, Bobby has said. Um, that's incorrect. Theo, over to you. I've seen the film. If you can see Theo's um, face now. Okay, so Santiago, Santiago Nunes is not correct. Um honestly, when he said that, I I thought it, that sounded correct. I mean it was it, it was instant for me. Hmm. Um just repeat the question. Sure. The 2005 release sports drama movie Goal tells the story of which fictional footballer? I don't know. Miguel Nunes? <laughs> Not bad. Uh, no, you're both incorrect. Bobby, do you have any idea where you went wrong? No, I literally thought it was that. It's Santiago Munez. Munez. Oh, of course it is. Of course it is. Of course it is. Munez with an M, not N. Uh, so, um, yeah. Do, do you remember the film? No, I've never seen it. Oh, really? You seen it, Theo? Yeah, I have. I remember yeah. being shy. Yeah, it was shy. To be fair, so that was the first. That was quite widely publicized. It was in like there was a lot of money behind it. There was a big sponsorship deal with Adidas. It was everywhere. It was an absolutely dreadful film. After that, then there was Goal Two: Living the Dream, um, which flopped, and then there was even Goal Three: Taking on the World, which went straight to DVD. Um, a little bit here from the wiki. Let me just read this out. The film received overwhelmingly negative reviews from both <laughs> critics and audiences. <laughs> That's what you cr- want from a film. <laughs> with criticism, <laughs> with criticism for its screenplay, acting, direction, sports sequences, editing, and characterizations. Many, <laughs> many also lambasted the reduced follow-up to Munez's story, calling it a disappointing conclusion to the trilogy and one of the worst sports films of all time. <laughs> but look at look look at this sentence here. It's, it's absolutely wild. So it, it was criticized for its poor screenplay, acting, direction, sports sequences, editing, and characterization. I mean that's mm. that's a full house. That's every that's every that's like when um that famous interview David Moore is getting gave at United when he's like we need to improve on attacking defending <laughs> uh, yeah. from midfield and, and whatever basically everything you need to do to, to succeed from a football club yeah it's basically yeah. everything you need for a film to be good um, they didn't 
yeah, didn't so do that. So yeah, fair play to them. But Santiago Munez, um, obviously just not quite living correctly in Munez. Bobby's memory. Um, so eighteen fourteen going into the second part of spin the wheeling. Okay, Theo, we're moving on to your second round, uh, which is the imaginatively named Belgium Football Special. Okay, question number one. Can you name four clubs who play in the current Belgian Pro League? So can you name four clubs who play in the current Belgian top flight? It's called the Pro League or else the Jupiler League. I need four teams. Anderlecht. Four teams for you to get one, one point. So Anderlecht, yes. Anderlecht, Club Bruges. Yeah. Sir Circle Bruges, which is C E R C L E Bruges. Um then we have Oh Genk. Yes, indeed, you are correct. So Genk are currently top of the league, uh, to be fair. Club Bruges or Brugge are in fifth. Circle 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 Bruges are in tenth. And Anderlecht, eleventh, uh, so they're absolutely oh, flopping. Wow. Oh, really? Flop. Damn, yeah. yeah, flopping this year. Any other clubs while while we have it? Uh, Standard Liège. Yeah. Royal Antwerp. Yeah. Um, Charleroi. Yeah, Charleroi. Gent. Yeah, yeah. Gent. Too- Gent. USG. You're not doing bad here. Yeah. So Gent are top of the league. Then second are USG Union Saint Gilles. Are you familiar That's with right. them, Theo? Uh, to be fair, I am. I, I can picture their badge. It's got like two yeah. circles and then maybe another circle. Mm, I haven't heard of them before, but yeah. So so Genk, uh, USG or Union St. Galois, Royal Antwerp, Ghent, Bruges, Standard Liège, uh, Vesterlo, uh, St. Trudent. Oh, yeah. Trudent. I'm not familiar with them. Yeah, yeah. Leuven, Club Bruges, yeah. Anderlecht, Charleroi, Mechelen, then Cortique, Upen, Zulte, Waringham. Apologies yeah. for these pronunciations. Usten, Thed, <laughs> and then finally Serang. You familiar with them? RFC Serang. Dive, yeah, yeah. Not, not familiar with them, but they're bottom of the league. And looking by their points total, not a name I'll need to remember going forward. <laughs> to well played. That brings you to fifteen. So the scores are eighteen, fifteen. Moving on to our second question of Belgium football special. Okay, question number two. Kevin De Brunne, I think is his correct pronunciation. Kevin De Brunne uh, played for which Belgium team prior to signing for Chelsea in 2012? Oh, God. Genk. Theo is saying Genk, which is correct. That brings you to 16. So we're at 18, 16. I was just toing and froing between Genk and Ghent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even when I was going to, I knew it was, I was pretty sure it was Genk, but then when I was going to verify the answer, I was like, hold on, is it Ghent? Um, But yes, indeed. Do you reckon there's a, a, like a Belgian football trivia podcast game where they're mentioned like Andy Booth and they're like, (laughs) it's Sheffield Wednesday or Sheffield United. I'm not (laughs) sure it's one of those. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. probably expect a collaboration soon. Um, Okay, moving on to the last question of Belgian football special. Roberto Martinez left his post as Belgium manager following their group stage elimination from the 2022 World Cup. Can you name me one other person who has managed the national side? Mark Wilmot. That's what I've got. You said Mark Wilmot? Yeah? Yeah, Wilmot. Yeah. Yeah, so... um, It is Wilmot, but I'm not going to be too fussy over that. That is correct. So, Theo, 17... 
And Bobby, you're on come 18 on. as we come into the last round. Of course, Theo oh, can still man. nick. Theo can still yeah. nick a point or two if Bobby gets any wrong. So all to play for. This is this is like as close as it's been for a while. Yeah, this is pretty last. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Belgian football. Good yeah. round for me, that. Okay, Bobby. So as I said, it's 17-18. You're one point ahead. There are three questions remaining from the category for my wins. You ready? Yeah. According to Opta, which football manager has the highest win percentage in Premier League history? Just going to caveat this question. This is of managers who have been in charge for over 200 games. Um, and these statistics are accurate as of March 2022. All right. I'm going to go for Pep Guardiola. Bobby's going to go for Pep Guardiola, which is correct. That brings you to 19. So Guardiola, as of March 2022, had a win percentage of 74%. Uh, which is pretty incredible. Uh, Alex Ferguson, for comparison, had sixty-five percent. Of course, it is a little bit to, it is a little bit unfair to compare them side by side at the time um, of this stat. Guardiola had two hundred and nineteen games under his belt, whereas Ferguson had eight hundred and ten. So I think, um, mm. yeah, but Pep Guardiola is correct. Okay, so Bobby, you've pulled away there in nineteen seventeen. Um, that means if you get this question. If you get this next question correct you will take home the victory again question number two mm-hmm. one of Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo has won the Ballon d'Or from 2008 up until 2018 when Luka Modric scooped football's top individual prize but can you tell me who won it in 2007 um Kaka Kaka is correct. Yes, indeed. So before the Ronaldo-Messi period of domination, Kaka scooped the last Ballon d'Or. That brings you to 20. Tio stays in 17, so just out of reach. But I think a really, really good battle. Uh, but it's the same mm. old story again. Uh, Bobby, you take home the victory. How do you feel? Um, uh, that, that was good, Bam, because that was like literally to, to the end. Mm. Um, as Damon Alban said, that's to the end. So I think um, that's um, <laughs> that was a, a good battle for you, what do you reckon? Yeah, it's a good one. I think Mehmet Scholl and Asmir Begovic get mm. those two right. So yeah. that that was it because like they're both those think, swing, both mm. those. I think I think you knew both of those deep down. Mehmet Scholl, I fucking said it. But... Yeah, and like um, that would have been yeah, that would have been interesting. But um, yeah, I'm 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 delighted with that. There were some really good questions, Joe. Yeah, very good. Really, good stuff. really enjoyed that. Really enjoyed that. Good stuff. Enjoyed it. All right. Uh, Bobby takes home the victory again, but definitely a good battle. Uh, please do join us again in two weeks' time. In the meantime, get yourself over to careerwego.com to play our daily game. Do spread the word as well. We're always looking to grow the podcast. So all support is much appreciated. And join us again in two weeks' time when we're joined by, I think Elad Juf said he's he's coming on. Yeah, yeah, him and Anton, Fer- him and Anton Ferdinand. And that's yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to reconcile those two um, <laughs> on, on the podcast. So that's all to come. All right, thanks very much. I reckon we'll both those terrible football trivia. For <laughs> I, yeah. just, I just want to say that if if you are enjoying the daily game game we put put out um, every day, then um, do do go back and listen to the pods because I think you'll really enjoy uh, the twenty five pods we've got out now. Um, yeah. So um, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Do get stuck back into the back catalogue as well. And um, yeah, we'll see you in two weeks' time. All right, cheers. Thanks very much. Cheers, guys.